Hello, and welcome to the All Things Travel Show. Today, Shane and I are sharing a few of our favorite vacation planning hacks. We're discussing the power of a vacation plan B and maximizing the calendar to book the best vacation ever. You're listening to the All Things Travel Show, episode number 12, original air date, September 9th, 2020. Shane, what would you say is your favorite booking hack when planning a vacation, either for yourself or a client that you work with? What, what's your what's your booking Jedi power here? Knowing when to go. So if someone wants to go to a, a particular place, booking uh-huh. them at the best time to that place, to, to go to that place and not booking them at a bad time to go to that place. Or if they want to travel during, if they have a certain time that they want to travel for a birthday or something, special anniversary, then making sure that the destination is right for that time. So give me an example of when it wouldn't be right, when there's a, a big college football game in town or sure uh, the, the pool at the resort is shut down for the next three months. That, that kind of stuff is what you're looking for? Sure. There was one, there was one weekend a few years ago when I was trying to find a place in New York city and everything was booked up. And when I looked to see what was going on, it was the same day as the New York city marathon. Oh, there, there might've been a few extra people there, huh? Yeah. I should have, I should have looked at that ahead of time, but uh, now I know. Very good. Um, You know, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't realize because Australia and New Zealand are, are at the top of a lot of bucket lists. But if you want to go there during your summer vacation from the United States, you're going to be going in the middle of the winter. Absolutely. If you want to go during the summer, you have to go on Christmas break, which means you only have about two weeks to spend that. So timing is everything. Absolutely. And it's, it's those little things that you might not necessarily think about because you're kind of, you're thinking about you and your dates and what makes sense for you. You have to kind of think about the destination and how what's happening at the destination is going to impact you. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, what are some of those little tricks that either you can use or you can talk with a travel advisor about to, to really make sure you're, you're getting the best out of your, your vacation booking? Sounds like a great plan. But first, before we do that, we've got a review. Yay. I hope they like us. We've got a five-star review, and we want to uh, read this review and give these folks a shout out. So would you like me to do that, or do you want to do that, Shane? I'll go ahead and do that because I've listened. It's from a a podcast, and I've listened to them too, and I enjoyed the show. It's from the Pixie Dust Twins. Great. Which is the name of the the podcast, and they're really fun to listen to, especially if you enjoy some Disney discussions and want to learn, either want to learn a little bit more about Disney or just enjoy talking about it, check them out. Very cool. But what they have said with the five-star review, Ryan and Shane have a great rapport. You can tell they are good friends right off the bat. If they only knew. (laughs) We fooled them all. (laughs) It's working. I'm most interested in their Disney episodes, but any destination they talk about is full of useful information and helpful opinions. Thumbs up from all of us at Limitless Broadcasting Company. So thank you. I love it. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Well, hey, if you would like to leave us a review, one, we'd appreciate it. And two, um, we'd love to give you a shout out on the show. So leave 
give us a review and and it would be helpful too to let us know that you've done that you can uh give us a give us a shout out on social media or a quick email um it, it would be helpful for us to to see that and we'd love to share your review on the on an upcoming show absolutely all right so let's talk about some of these hacks let's talk about this idea of having a plan b um so when i thought about this i'm going to i'm going to share a a personal example here uh, my wife and i were supposed to go on a vacation um, and you'll actually hear about the vacation that we ended up going on in a future show. Um, but we were supposed to go to Jamaica. And as we know right now, with this being, uh, you know, September 2020, travel to Jamaica has some challenges that you might not be um, might not be willing to go through or wanting to go through. And so we very quickly this summer realized that we needed to have a plan B. And so not only did we have our trip booked for Jamaica, but we also booked a second trip for the same week for a domestic location. Now, some people may think, Shane, that booking two trips at once doesn't make sense, but it's actually kind of a smart thing to do, isn't it? You know, from a, from a travel advisor standpoint. Not only does it sound insane, but it sounds expensive. Well, and but there's a couple ways to make sure that you're not spending extra money, and I want to talk through that. I've got five steps that we're going to talk about today for using this idea of a plan B to your advantage to make sure, um, let's say it's your 50th birthday coming up or your a special wedding anniversary, and you know that you want to travel during that time, but you're not exactly sure what's going to work as far as your employment or as far as being able to what type of travel. So you're actually looking at two different trips. And I've got a couple steps to help you with that. The first, Shane, you're not going to be surprised by this, is to use a travel advisor. Why would a travel advisor be helpful um, when kind of kind of balancing these different trips together? They're already going to be good at balancing out multiple itineraries for, for multiple people. So they will easily, we will easily be able to manage multiple itineraries for, for a single traveler. And because there's a lot involved in that with making sure that the minimum payments are made at the right times and keeping up with the travel conditions at the destination. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah. And then, and then knowing what the options are and when the, those, those dates by which you'd have to make a decision. Right, right. And and there are, as I talk about these today, there's some, it's kind of using that wiggle room, but also really knowing when the hard stops are, or the hard due dates are with those dates. So the first step is to use a travel advisor because they're going to be able to help you balance these different things. The second is have some wiggle room with your dates. And I don't mean I'm going to travel in June or July or August, but, you know, maybe being able to move your vacation up to the weekend or back to the next weekend um, as you're kind of deciding which trip makes the most sense for you. The third is have refund, know the refundable deposit and cancellation dates because you can actually use those to your advantage. And let me give you an example with this Jamaica, Florida trip that I just took. Jamaica was was actually due 30 days out. Florida was not due until the day before we traveled. So I was able to really not put any money down on the Florida trip 
until we decided that's the trip that we're going to go. Now you're going to say, hey, wait a minute, you said 30 days for Jamaica. I'll get to that in, in a couple seconds. Um, but really, it's understanding when do I have to make those final payments and when do I have to make the, the decision? And, and, you know, if we use Disney as, as an example, um, you know, right now they're allowing folks to wait up to seven days before their trip to make that final payment, that final decision, where usually it's 30. Cruise lines are kind of doing the same thing. They're saying, you know, you can, you can cancel what, what is it, Shane, even, even days before your trip where usually it's, it's months. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. again, using a travel advisor to kind of help you navigate that. The yes. force. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, especially now with the the pandemic situation, there's so many travel companies with such generous cancellation policies. Yes, and you know some of them are even giving 125 percent credit if your trip gets canceled. So now is a great time to do that because you have a lot. You, you don't have to pay as much or make a decision as early as we used to. We can. You know, like you said, some some of the trips you can cancel up to a couple of days before Disney even used to be 30 days. You can now change your mind seven days before your yep. vacation. So yep. yeah, now is now is a great time for this. Yeah. So so you know, you can go to a beautiful, let's say Marriott uh resort. And and again, I'll I'll talk about one that the one that we went to at Marco Island in an upcoming episode. We could cancel that literally while we were in Florida the day before. And and we owed no money. Every you know everything is canceled. There's no there's no um, implication to our to our payments. So you know, kind of picking and choosing what makes the most sense re- really can help you with this. The fourth step is having some flexibility with your travel. So maybe this is having flexibility with your airline. So uh, my family Shane will often use Southwest because one of the reasons that we really like Southwest is. If we have to move things around, we can apply that payment to future flights. We don't necessarily get the money back, but we can certainly move that forward. And let me tell you, um, you know, our trip to Disney about a month ago, that that flight got changed probably even half a dozen times till we figured out what oh, wow. was the best uh, what what was the best for us and and kind of landed on our final dates. And and a company like Southwest allows you to do that or you know, having some flexibility with your transportation. So maybe you're planning on going to a destination where you have to fly and then you decide, no, I'd rather stay closer to home, but now it's going to take me, you know, 12 hours to, to drive there. And so having some flexibility with that kind of stuff. And then the fifth one, and I think this is, this is the one that people don't understand as much um, but it's it's only pay the deposit or the minimum payment until that due date. And, and we don't mean the day of that due date, but just a, a day or so before, but only pay that deposit or the minimum. And to be honest, Shane, this goes against how I view financial planning. I want to pay it off. Right. I want to have it taken care of so I don't have to think about it yep. at all. Me too. So why would I want to wait to pay till the last minute? Well, whether your trip, if if the say the cruise line cancels your trip or the resort cancels your trip, whether it's that or you changing your mind, whatever you paid, you're not going to get that refund right when you change your mind. Right, it's gonna they they have some processes that they have to go through, and it could take weeks or months before you're able to get that money back. And if you've already you paid for the entire trip, then the entire cost of that trip is tied right. up. But if you just Would made you, the yeah. 
minimum to minimum amounts, then there's still a little bit tied up, but it's better than all of that being tied up. Right. I'd rather be waiting six weeks for a $300 check rather than a $3,000 check. Right. Or another way to look at this um, is if those due dates don't match up and you do have to pay for one of those vacations before you make the ultimate decision, um, you know, you can go ahead and pay that first one and know that you have that money that you can credit for later. So let me give you, uh, I, I've talked a little bit about Jamaica and Florida. Let, let me let me back it up and kind of give you the whole story here. Um, so the week before we were getting ready to leave for Jamaica, the rules from the Jamaican Tourist Board changed. And so now instead of California, Texas, and Florida requiring COVID tests, all the states in the United States required COVID tests. At the time of recording, that's still how it is. I'm not sure how it's going to be when this comes out at the beginning of September. And so we had to scramble. We had about four days to get the COVID test and apply to the government for travel to Jamaica. And they're just, as we sat down and we talked about it, we just couldn't do it. Um, you, you had to get the test from a particular lab, um, you know, and, and things like that. And so it just wasn't going to happen for us. So I called the resort and I explained the situation. And I said, you know, Jamaica just changed the rules. We, we were doing everything we were supposed to be doing, but Jamaica changed the rules. Can I move this vacation forward? And so I had already put, I had already paid for the vacation, but we were able to move it forward to next year. At the same time, we still had the time off of work. We still wanted to travel. Florida was a cheaper vacation for us. That was our plan B. And we went ahead and took that vacation, had a wonderful time. The advantage is, you know, in a year, we have that Jamaica trip fully paid for, fully ready to go. We don't have to pay any money towards that. Now, I realize you're going to say, Ryan, wait a minute. Now you're paying for two trips. That's true. But we wanted to take this other trip anyway at some point, And we've kind of have money in the bank there. And you're still going to get, yeah, yeah, you're still going to get both trips. And this was a special occasion. You didn't want to... For this special occasion, he didn't want to be without any trip. Right. Right. So now you still have the the trip that you paid for that you can take next year. Plus, you got to have the you know the quality time with your wife for this special occasion. A- absolutely, absolutely. So you know that's where the plan B kind of comes into the idea of which makes the most sense for us now, based on and and really what we're talking about. Uh, where this has become much more important is in the is in the age of COVID here with with travel and kind of balancing out the regulations and the guidelines and things like that. But I think even moving forward, people are going to be a little more sophisticated in the types of assurances they have, the types of um, overall planning that they do for for these vacations, Shane. Yeah. And and you know, about now we're going back to school. And so there's probably going to be people going back to work. So that might have an effect on the number of cases, which would affect who's going to be open and their procedures on allowing visitors. But, uh, you know, I've been watching, especially Florida numbers because we have Disney is, is we, we have a, a special place. In our yes. Heart. yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, since the middle of July, the numbers for, for Orange County, and then for uh, the St. Petersburg area, because we have some friends and loved ones in that area. And then for Florida as a whole, they've been the cases have been coming steadily. They've been decreasing. So yeah. 
um, yeah, so I think a lot of people are going to start getting more comfortable with the idea of traveling and they're going to start booking trips, but we don't know since school is starting, work is starting back. Those right. numbers could start creeping back up and maybe the, the idea, your first option, it might get canceled. So now, now you have that yeah. second option and, um, well, and, 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 and either way, everybody has less capacity. So there's going to be either way, there's going to be fewer options. Right. So if you don't have a plan B now, by the time December gets here and you want a special Christmas trip or your new year's trip, nothing's going to be available. Absolutely. I mean, you have to, you have to keep in mind if you are comfortable traveling right now, you know, we have people who are kind of traveling next summer. You're going to have two summers worth of travelings or next spring break. You're going to have two spring breaks worth of, of traveling. And so planning ahead. You're probably not the only person out there who has a trip paid for (laughs) for next summer. (laughs) No, you're exactly right. And, you know, and, and, and using this idea of, of having a plan B, we, we did the same thing with my family this, this weekend, we have a trip planned for Hawaii. Um, and Hawaii at this time is still not open. We still don't know, know what's going to, and this is for Christmas. We still don't know what's going to happen. Um, now I'm using a timeshare for, for that. So I'm not, I don't necessarily have money down, but I have my timeshare credits uh, tied up. The same type of conversation in our house. What happens if Hawaii is not open? What if we don't feel comfortable going to Hawaii? And so we talked to our kids and we said, do we stay home or do we want a trip? And they said, if we can do a trip, we really want to do a trip. And so this weekend, I put a deposit down for a resort in Florida, not the same resort I'm going to talk about, a different one. But again, their cancellation policy is five days before travel. So certainly five days before travel, I'm going to know, are we going to Hawaii? Are we going to Florida? Um, Because if Hawaii is not open, you know, in in the weeks before we're going, we're going to, we're going to change the, change the trip and and move to Florida. But I'm, I'm not out any money other than the one night deposit in Florida. And that will get refunded to my card when, when I, when I cancel. So it's, again, it's just kind of thinking about if you want that trip at Christmas, you may want to think about a variety of, of trip types. Makes perfect sense. Yep. I agree. And then the second area beyond this plan B is really using the calendar to your advantage. Um, So thinking about the days of your trip, you know, Shane, when, when we think about getting away for vacation, what day does that trip usually start for us? Well, we get off work on Friday. The kids get out of school on Friday. So we're either going to leave Friday right after everyone gets home or we're going to. And, and strangely enough, those kids aren't going to mind getting up Saturday morning early yeah, to leave for I, vacation <laughs> and, and, than that Friday before for school. But yeah, either Friday or, or Saturday. Right. And, and see, I think based on my personal experience, I think the best time to start a vacation is Sunday night. Um, you know, you check into a hotel while everybody else is leaving, you check into the resort while everybody else is leaving. And that, that craziness from the, from the weekend is gone. You wake up on Monday morning. There's a lot fewer people there. You're ready to start your vacation on more of a, of a calm footing, if you will. Um, Monday through Thursday vacations versus, you know, a Friday, starting a Friday, Saturday or Sunday, or, you know, doing a Monday through a Friday or leaving early Saturday morning at the end of your vacation, you're actually going to avoid 
a lot of foot traffic. Um, and you're actually also going to avoid some, some increased rates when it comes to your, to your room. So, so thinking about, or your accommodation. So thinking about those days really matter. So the second thing to think about is what time of year is it? Is school in session where you're going? Um, is it a main tourist time that a lot of people will be there? You know, Shane brought up the or the New York City Marathon and, and different things like that. Or is it more of a downtime? Um, you know, what's considered in the travel industry shoulder season in between the, the, the travel seasons. So I'll give you an example this past weekend when my wife and I were in Florida. Again, we, we checked in on Sunday night. Everybody, you know, it, the, it was a zoo. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this resort is packed. And it wasn't, it was everybody leaving. They were leaving. Why were they leaving? Because their kids had started school. And so everybody who had driven down for the weekend were leaving. And they left this nice, quiet resort for my wife and I to, to enjoy for the week. How nice of them. Because we chose the week intentionally between when school had started and when Memorial or when uh, Labor Day weekend was. And so we knew people were not going to be traveling then because their kids were in school and they did not yet have a three-day weekend. And, and it paid off. Um, you know, it, we had a nice, quiet resort. Um, and so thinking about not only the days that you vacation, but the time of year that you vacation. And I realize for families, you can't always make this happen. You know, you can't always take the kids out of school. You've got to follow that school calendar. Um, but but are, are there ways that you can use that to your advantage? And then, but then the third thing is, what type of vacation do you want? Um, you know, my wife and I enjoyed a very quiet resort. We were in the adults only area the whole time. Well, there'd be some adults that would go and say, this is dead. We don't want to be here. There's nobody here. There's no, you know, there's not a party atmosphere. So if you want that, then look for times where that makes sense. If you don't want that, then avoid those times like the plague. Yeah. Um, speaking of the knowing when to go on our, on our first trip to Spain, there was this bar in Madrid and I wanted to go there because it was, it's in this artsy area of Madrid. Love this area. Great. You know, there's, there's writing in the pavement. There's, there's poems written etched into the pavement and there's this one bar where Ernest Hemingway used to uh-huh. hang out. And you can go and you can sit at a table where Ernest Hemingway used to sit and drink beer. And I wanted I wanted to go do that. And we kind of saved it for the last last week, last few days of our trip. Uh-huh. We walked there, walked up to the door, and it's closed because it was in August. And in Europe, uh-huh. a lot of people will take their holiday. And they don't get yeah. a week here and a weekend there. They get August. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of establishments in Europe that are closed the entire month of August. So if that's when you're planning to go to Europe, get to keep in mind a lot of things yeah. are going to be closed. And I didn't get to have my beer with him, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, which which also to your advantage gives you another reason to go back to Madrid. <laughs> yeah, no, I still have to go back to that. Well, um, I've been back since then, so I took care of that. But, but you're absolutely <laughs> right. And, and again, getting back to the very beginning of this conversation, working with a travel advisor who understands the destination, um, you know, will we'll help you with that. Will we'll help you understand, you know, um, what it means to be at a place dur- during a holiday, what it means uh, to be there during uh, a certain festival where it's crazy or go the week after and it's completely dead. And which, you know, which of those do, do you want? 
Um, you know, one thing we, Shane and I obviously do a lot of Disney as, as, as you've heard us talk about, you know, I already have folks that I'm working with that are looking at next October. Well, Shane, you know, what's at next, what's next October at Walt Disney world. Yep. It's a pretty big day on October 1st. Absolutely. It's the, it's the 50th anniversary of, of the opening of Walt Disney world. Well, for the casual Disney fan, they wouldn't necessarily know that. Well, you you better believe that the Disney geeks like Shane and I, we very much know that, and we plan to be there, or we at least plan to be around there. And so people who would normally go at what could be a quiet time, the beginning of October before fall break at from schools, all of a sudden they're going to go and there's a ton more people than there, than there normally would be. That's the advantage of working with somebody that understands the destination. Yeah, that's that. It's got to be packed. And in, in another example is our beaches here in Texas. A lot of people like to go to the beach on the long weekends, but if you go that first, if if you want to wait until school's out and you go that last week of May or first week of June, there's this there's this field of seaweeds that comes up from somewhere in South America. And if you <laughs> go to Port Aransas or Galveston or one of those beaches. During that that early summer, late spring, there's a good chance that the beaches are going to be completely covered in seaweed, and there's all these sea creatures that live in that seaweed. That and it's it is not the best time to go. And it's not it's not Instagrammable. No, it is not Instagrammable, <laughs> and it's you don't want to swim in it. Yeah, and yeah. Well, I, I hope today we've given you some tips or at least some things to think about. Um, you know, ultimately when it comes to money and it comes to planning, you need to do what makes the most sense for you and your family, but there are some things you can do with deposits and due dates and kind of planning out your trips over the next couple years, rather than, than just the next six months that can really help save yourself, not only some headache and stress, but really over time, to be quite honest with you, it can help save you some money. Um, and, and so, you know, reach out to Shane and I. We'd love to help you. We'd love to help kind of use some of these vacation hacks um, to, to your advantage. Shane, if people want to reach out to you, they want to work with you to plan a vacation, maybe they want to go to Madrid and sit uh, sit in that Hemingway <laughs> bar and get inspired. How, how, can they, how can they reach out to you? Email me at Shane, S-H-A-Y-N-E at creatingmagicvacations.com or contact me on my website at shane.fun s-h-a-y because i like you n-e.fun and remember it is my job to make you the vacation planning superhero thanks for listening subscribe to the show so that you can join us next time on the all things travel show and remember never stop exploring